It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Michael Reed on LMFM. Now, as you know, Aaron Brady was sentenced to a minimum of 40 years in prison for the murder of Detective Garda Adrian Donoghue yesterday. Our courts reporter, Frank Graney, is on the line. Good morning, Frank. Thanks for joining us. I suppose uh, this was uh, the expected sentence that was handed down, uh, but it, it finally brings to an end a very long-running saga in terms of the investigation into this case. It does, yes. Um, you know, the trial itself was the longest um, murder trial in the history of the state at 122 days. And yesterday would have come as some closure, I suppose, for those closest to Adrian Donoghue, Obviously, his colleagues have been working tirelessly and round the clock since that dark and dirty night in January of 2013 when Adrian Donoghue was shot at close range uh, by Aaron Brady, then just 21 years of age. He was handed that mandatory life sentence for capital murder. He will not be eligible for parole for 40 years, as you mentioned. And he was also handed a concurrent sentence of 14 years for participation in the armed robbery. We heard during the trial that €7,000 was taken from um, a credit union worker uh, outside Lordship Credit Union um, by those masked armed men. But we also heard yesterday that unfortunately this isn't the end of the saga because Aaron Brady has already indicated his intention to appeal through his defence team. Okay, but found guilty uh, 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 until uh, that uh, appeal is heard. Uh, he begins uh, that prison sentence uh, after what uh, his Adrian Dunhill's wife uh, described as fifty-eight senseless seconds. Yes, and that was included in her victim impact statement yesterday. Um, her words, Carolyn Donoghue's words, were read out um, by the prosecuting barrister, Brendan Grehan. We heard during the trial that Adrian and Caroline actually met in the Garda Training College in Templemore. Uh, Caroline herself was a Garda. She has since retired from the force, I suppose, in the wake of, of those events uh, almost eight years ago now. But a lot of blue blood uh, in the families, two of Adrian's brother. Uh, also followed in his footsteps and became Garthi. And you can tell from all the photographs that are doing the rounds today, the photographs of Adrian and Caroline mm. both beaming with happiness in all of their photos. It seemed to me, looking from the outside in, that they had um, a very happy and wonderful life. They had two kids together, two young kids, a boy and a girl. And in her victim impact statement yesterday, which was a short statement, for a, but a very powerful one, and nonetheless, um, she said that no words could adequately express the impact of the events that that night have had on her uh, and the lives of her children 
Um, she said they'll never fully recover from what happened. And she said that it breaks her heart. She's still living in the area. So she would pass Lordship Credit Union regularly. And she said it breaks her heart every time that she does so. Um, and that when she does pass the scene of the crime, she said it takes her hours uh, to get the images of her husband that night out of her head. One part of the evidence during the trial that really sticks out in my mind was heard maybe seven or eight months ago now. And it was of the two colleagues of Adrian and Caroline Donoghue who had the unenviable task of knocking on her door on that night to deliver that dreadful news. And what struck me about that evidence was Caroline's reaction. After being handed that terrible news that nobody wants to get, Caroline turned around, grabbed her jacket, she went out into that dark and dirty night, and she went straight down to Lordship Credit Union, where she knew her husband, the love of her life, the father of her children, was lying on his back, having lost his life. He died instantly after Aaron Brady pulled the shot, pulled the trigger. She wanted to go down that night out of a sense of duty as a Garda and also a sense of duty as his wife. She wanted the investigation to get underway, so she was the one who identified him. She said yesterday in her victim impact statement that nothing or nobody could replace him in their home as she spoke about how their children have missed having their daddy at communions and confirmations and other key moments in their lives. And she described how perfect their lives together were before what she described, as you mentioned, Michael, uh, those 58 senseless seconds that changed everything forever. And that was a reference to how long it took for four masked men to jump a wall at the back of Lordship Credit Union mm. to shoot Adrian Donoghue dead and make off with €7,000 less than one minute. Uh, obviously, this had such a terrible impact on so many people. Adrian's wife, Caroline, and their two children, uh, but also his uh, parents, his siblings, uh, and uh, his colleagues, for that matter. That's right. And, and we also got their thoughts and their feelings. And, and we heard how, the, uh, how his death has impacted the wider family and his colleagues, as you mentioned. Uh, Adrian's sister, Mary, read out a statement on behalf of all of their siblings. Um, Adrian was the eldest of six. There were four boys and two girls in the Donoghue family. And Mary said they all looked up to their big brother. She described him as larger than life. Adrian was, as you can tell from the photograph, he was a very big, uh, tall man. Uh, she said that he was uh, large both in stature and in personality. She said he was rarely in bad form. She described his enthusiasm and his zest for life as infectious. And she said that he was always there for them, no matter what, no matter how big or small the problem was, he was always at the end of the phone to help them. As she said, their sister Anne's everlasting memory of Adrian will be how he helped her to realise her potential by always encouraging in her, uh, always believing in her. She said their brother Martian wanted to be just like him. He idolised his older brother. And he and another brother, Colm, actually followed in his footsteps and became a guard. As she described his death as violent and senseless, and poignantly, she described the effect that it's had on her parents, her mother in particular. She said that it still breaks her heart to see her mother every day lighting a candle next to a photo of Adrian. And she finished her victim impact statement yesterday by saying that justice had been served and that she hoped that it would help the family to heal. But she finished by telling Aaron Brady, who was sitting in the dock just over her right shoulder, just a few feet away from Mary, she told him that he'll never comprehend what he's done to their family. We also heard from Alan Donoghue, another brother of Adrian's. He read out a statement on behalf of their parents. Their parents described him as the gentle giant. Uh, he was a model student, they said, a very talented Gaelic footballer. He played for Cavan Miners and their under-21s uh, set-up. They used to really enjoy 
uh, watching him play. Uh, they described him as good a son as anyone could ask for. And they said that they can now clearly divide their lives in two. The first one was lived before January 25th, 2013, and the second after that awful night when their son met such evil. Uh, we also, Michael, heard mm-hmm. from um, a guard, detective guarder, Joe Ryan. He's now retired, and this is a statement that was read out on his behalf. Joe Ryan, you may remember, was on duty with Adrian Donahue that night. He witnessed his close friend and colleague being shot in cold blood right in front of his eyes. Two guns, one of them being held by Aaron Brady, were then pointed in his face and he thought he was going to die. He said in his victim impact statement that the events that night dramatically changed the course of his life. He loved being a Garda. He loved serving his community. It's all he ever wanted to do. But because of what happened that night, he was forced to retire early. He was diagnosed with PTSD. He said he was left in no doubt that they were going to shoot him, that they were going to kill him too. And poignantly, he said that he still feels guilty every day that it was Adrian who died and not him. I think Joe Ryan deserves enormous credit for the way he helped the investigation. He showed extraordinary strength to get into the witness box during the trial and to give his evidence and to be cross-examined by Aaron Brady's defence barrister. He recalled those tragic events those events that have changed his life so dramatically with Aaron Brady again in the dock just over his shoulder. And that would have no doubt assisted the prosecution. It would have no doubt uh, assisted the successful prosecution of Aaron Brady. Yeah, which has resulted in uh, the 40-year sentence, an appropriate sentence undoubtedly for the capital murder of uh, Detective uh, Garda Adrian Donoghue and just as Michael White uh, saying uh, that it shocked him to the core because it would have shocked anybody to the core had they seen the footage or heard the audio recordings of what happened uh, on that night in Lordship. Uh, I take it Aaron Brady was in the dock when this sentence was handed down. What can you tell us about that? He was, and myself and my colleagues were actually in an overflow course. We weren't actually in the physical course room because of social distancing during the trial, obviously. Uh, they had to set up an overflow course. So in the physical courtroom would have been the judge, the lawyers, um, some of uh, Adrian Donoghue's immediate family, including Caroline, obviously, some of the leading the lead investigators, obviously Aaron Brady himself in the dock. But I did hear, I did ask about his reaction after the sentence were handed down. Now, he was wearing a face mask. So as you can imagine, it was it was kind of hard to gauge. But from what I've been told, he was fairly impassive when the sentence was handed down. Not surprising, I suppose, he would have known what was in store from yesterday because the judge's hands were tied in relation to the sentence that he could hand down. But after proceedings were finished, he was quick up out of his seat. Uh, he left uh, the courtroom very uh, swiftly. Um, uh, prison officers would usually come over and, uh, and tell, a, tell a person it was time to go. Aaron Brady didn't wait around. Um, but before he was sentenced, you mentioned some of the comments made by the judge, and it's maybe worth noting that he also spoke about Detective Donoghue, uh, Mr. Justice Michael White, one of the most experienced uh, criminal judges in the country, um, described Adrian as a dedicated Garda who was rooted in his community. He said he was committed to his vocation as a police officer. He said that he was held in high esteem And he said that he had no doubt that he guided many young wayward men to a better path. 
Frank, thank you very much indeed uh, for that. That's our courts reporter, Frank Graney. Now, as you heard, Aaron Brady intends uh, to appeal this judgment and uh, the sentence. And uh, indeed, uh, a group of people stood outside of uh, the court yesterday claiming uh, that they were campaigning for justice for Aaron Brady. Evidence that has not been presented thus far sheds reasonable and strong doubts on the key points of evidence that have contributed to Aaron's conviction for the murder of Adrian Donoghue. That's a man called Keelan Harrington. Let's uh, talk uh, to retired Detective Inspector Pat Murray, who's on uh, the line with us as well. Good morning to you, Pat, and uh, thanks uh, for joining us. Do you believe justice was served yesterday? Justice was served, yeah. And um, Aaron Brady got what he deserved for the crime he committed and for which he was found guilty of by his peers, by a jury. And uh, the evidence was presented uh, over a six-month period to the, the, the jury and they found that he was guilty at the end of the day so he deserves what he got and that's it um, it's the end of the road you could say for Aaron Brady but not the end of the road for the investigation or uh, the pursuit to catch the others that were involved that night How, how do you feel uh, now that the sentence uh, has been it's, it's a bittersweet like you know I mean yeah. there's no in, in any of these things there's no winners or anything of that nature and they're not like you know, but there were two things that I took from yesterday that really pleased me, and one of the was the judge's comments on the investigation and how professional and meticulous it was. And uh, he said that the investigation team were, were very, very good, and that uh, he needed to recognise that. Like you know, so that that was one thing. And the other thing, which really is the very bottom line for me, uh, when as like you know, you have your the injured party and the family always at the forefront, you know, uh, when you're investigating a serious crime. And the Donahue family came up to me yesterday and said, thank you very much for all you did, like, thank you. So that meant everything to me. Uh, and, um, you know, it was, it was, it was, you know, that's, that's it's, 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 a, it's a testament that the job was done well, it was done professionally, it was done with honesty, and uh, the outcome was uh, what uh, was, uh, what Aaron Brady deserved, you know. So, yeah, uh, an emotional day, I take it. It is emotional day. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, a long time. Like you know, the twenty fifth of January. Like Adrian Donahue was one of my detectives. He was a colleague. You know, we, you know, we interacted on a daily basis. Like, and in the next minute, bang, he's gone. Mm. Uh, it was a huge emotional effect on 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 me, and not just me, like, but all his colleagues, like you know. Mm. Um, you know, it really was. It was a it was a body blow that we did not expect and believed. This type of thing should not happen to us. Like you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, and especially Adrian Dunner, who was such a nice guy, like you know, a good guy, like a really, really good man. You know. Uh, and what about uh, this crowd outside of the court yesterday uh, and um, this campaign? Uh, as it's being presented to get justice uh, for Aaron Brady, uh, it, it seems uh, that some of uh, the people wouldn't have any knowledge or understanding of what happened or, or wouldn't have any knowledge or, or uh, understanding of the people involved uh, on either side of this, if you like, uh, and are looking for attention. I mean, does this kind of salt in the, win- in the wound from your perspective? Uh, well, it's a disgrace for carry on, like, and especially like for... You know, with Caroline coming out there with her family yesterday and people shouting justice for Aaron Brady and this, that and the other, like, you know, people, as you say, rent a crowd. They have no knowledge of what 
the intricacies and the ins and outs of the investigation and what the evidence, uh, like you know, was 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 offered to the court and. Uh, like it was a six-month-long uh, trial, and Aaron Brady and his cohorts, uh, you know, who were standing outside shouting and roaring yesterday, had every opportunity to bring any uh, defence to the court to 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 defend his uh, his innocence. Like, but they didn't do that. Like, you know, so mm. what, what? Like, you know, so they had their opportunity and they didn't. Uh, you know, so it's really. And uh, he was proven time and again to be a liar. Absolutely, and even in the, you know, mm. Brendan Graham, when he was cross-examining him, like, you know, you know, you know, showed that everything Aaron Brady said to the lie, like, you know, put mm. the lie straight in bed at night, like I say, you know. But, uh, uh, a cold-blooded uh, murder. Yeah, it is, absolutely, and that's what, like, you know, and it's shocking, like, it is shocking, and it was an assault, as the Minister for Justice said, an assault on society, an assault on us all, like, you know, which it was. Like you know, to to shoot a member of the Garda Shikana who 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 uh, who represents the public, you know, and who who you know come to the public's aid uh, at, at times of difficulty, and here, like uh, this man was shot in cold blood, uh, you know, it is an assault on the the the, the public. Uh, it is an assault on society, and uh, I'm delighted for that from that point of view that the, the, the case was solved in that uh, you know it's supposed to show that. Uh, these people think they're above the law and think they can get away with it and think they have it all planned out. But, like, you know, with meticulous mm. investigation, they are caught out at the end of the day, like, you know, so. Mm. Uh, and I'd say it's not the end of the road for others who were involved. And the investigation has now been run, is run by Detective Inspector Martin Beggy. Mm. And I have every confidence in Martin to uh, bring it on to another level. And are, are you in close contact with the investigation team? No, no, well, they're friends, okay. like, they're people mm-hmm. I've yeah. spent mm-hmm. years with and investigating, mm-hmm. not just Adrian's, but a lot of other murders that I've spoken to you about on your show, mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. and they're the same team of people, and we had a very good relationship and a very good, uh, uh, we had a good team, like, you know, we we knew uh, we knew where we were going, we knew where we were focused on what we wanted to do and what we wanted to achieve, and uh, I always made sure that whatever we were aiming for was done in an accountable mm-hmm and an honest, professional, and respectable and responsible manner. And that's the the, 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 the anchors I had for sure. an investigation. Uh, and uh, that was recognised yesterday mm-hmm. in court by the judge, like which okay. sort of uh, sort of justified my existence, mm. say, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, uh, I suppose what I was wondering, though, is uh, we get the impression from uh, reports uh, that we can expect more arrests and more investigations and in the near future. Would that be your understanding, Pat? Well, my understanding is that I would be very surprised, and now I can't give you a timeline or anything like that, but I really would be very surprised if at least one other person is not charged, mm. if not another three. So uh, um, that's what I would be, mm. you know, thinking. But if I'm not a, the investigator now, I'm not, you know, I, I know the lads and we keep in contact for, you know, personal reasons or things like, you know what I mean? Mm. And, you well, I mean? you, you were you were involved in, in so many important investigations uh, in this part of the world. This possibly the most important uh, from your own perspective, uh, given that it was one of your own uh, and uh, a 
probably yeah. will lead to a revised edition of the book for that matter because uh, it would seem wrong that uh, this successful conclusion uh, wouldn't be uh, a part of all of those stories uh, that you, you, you tell. Um, but uh, I, I would be, uh, like to emphasize that, like, you know, I, I was a senior investigating officer, but I would be nothing without my team. Mm. I would be nothing without the people who I had in the key positions in that investigation, you know, mm. and uh, I have to honour them and recognise them, like for the mm. sterling work they did, like you know. Yeah. But we worked well as a team. We worked yeah. very well, like you know. And, and Absolutely, as you said it a, a while ago, it's bittersweet. Uh, there's no winners, uh, but uh, I suppose justice has been served, and that's a, a win for all of us, uh, as uh, yeah. the minister said, for all of the people in the country, for the state uh, collectively, uh, and indeed uh, for Adrian Donahue's family for Caroline and his children and his parents and siblings and so on and indeed the investigating team. Pat, thank you indeed uh, as always uh, for joining us. As I say, that uh, should make for a revised edition of your book. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we appreciate uh, the success in uh, keeping us safe uh, because of uh, the investigations behind the stories. Uh, But thank you, Pat, uh, for joining us uh, this morning. That's uh, retired uh, Detective Inspector Pat Murray, who's uh, the author of the making of Detective Garda story of investigating some of Ireland's most notorious crimes. Michael Reed on LMFM. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.